Welcome to The Barrel Banter, a show covering all things Milwaukee Brewers. From trades to signings, player analysis to game recaps, or discussing uniforms, ballpark food, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Peter and David Goh. Welcome, Brewers fans, to The Barrel Banter. I am your host, Peter Goh. Joined alongside David. David, welcome to the show. Thank you for welcoming me. We've got a we've got a pretty exciting one today. We've, we're we're drafting random Brewers things, so no players, no people, but just pretty much anything associated with the Brewers. We brought on our our longtime friend Caleb Kaselki. Um, he's he's actually the former editor and producer of this show. Um, what was that? Maybe maybe two years ago he did it for us. Yeah, yeah, I think about so, first maybe about the first year of the mm-hmm. of the podcast he was our like you said our editor and producer and also lifelong friend of ours. Uh, a lifelong Brewers fan as well. So we, we had a blast um, sharing all sorts of random Brewers fun things. I, I won't, I won't reveal any of the, the 15 picks that were selected, but I will just mention that we did spend at least three to five minutes talking about Dean Roscoe. So you can probably mm-hmm. tell that's a pretty good Brewers podcast. If that's the case. Definitely. Yeah. There were, there were, there were things from all fan giveaways. Um, we, we talked about some of the best ones of those that were drafted um, we talked about some of the the things associated with with listening or watching to Brewer games, things at the ballpark, um, just kind of the random. We didn't we didn't pick the ball and glove logo. We didn't pick um, the the retro uniforms or or anything like that. We we went we went random um, things really ranging from from the 80s to to the 2010s. I guess the 40s if you want to count one of my picks. True. Um, so True. we go we we went way back. Um, with the draft and, and we had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Um, as we'll share, you can certainly vote for who had the best uh, draft on Twitter. So you can go to Twitter at Brewers podcast, correct David? It's at Brewers podcast for Twitter. No, we're actually at the barrel MKE. That's right. That's right. We, we were, we were a Brewers podcast formerly. There we go. So you can, you can go check us out, uh, vote on the poll, um, help me out and uh, give me that W on our, our draft. So like I said, it should be, should be a, a an enjoyable time. Uh, the, actually, the both the first pick of the draft I think was a big shock. So certainly stay tuned for the first pick of the draft. And then uh, I think one of my favorite parts was uh, the, actually the post draft talks on on what was missed among the the fifteen. And certainly if you've got one, which I'm, I'd love to hear some good ones mm-hmm. uh, that that you that we missed in our uh, draft today or that uh, we just didn't talk about. Certainly, like I said, hit us up on Twitter and uh, we'd love to have a, hear what we missed out. And maybe we'll have another. Uh, another draft sometime in the future. So without further ado, here is our Brewers Things Draft of 2023. We are joined by our good friend Caleb Kosulke here to do our Brewers Things Draft. We're going to draft five Brewers Things each. So I'll explain a little bit of the ground rules as we get started here. We're going to start off with Caleb with the first pick, we'll let the guests go first, and then Peter second, and I'll be third. We'll just repeat that order um, through for five rounds. And you can draft anything that's Brewers-related that's not a player or a person, so no Ryan Braun, no Bob Uecker, um, no person. But you could you could draft a logo, a uniform, some aspect of the stadium you like, really anything that has to do with the Brewers. Um, and we'll see at the end who uh, who our favorite team is um, which of the three of us. Um, and so without further ado, we're going to go ahead with our first overall pick and hand it to Caleb. All right. So with my first pick, I'm going to take 
Wei Chung Wong Wednesdays. Oh. <laughs> that was maybe, that was not on my board. Maybe a hot take. That was not on my board. I, I would have gone with Wei Chung Wong's the the music video over. Well, I guess that that was all included that in that as well. Part of Wei Chung Wong Wednesdays, right? Yeah. Yeah, so all that, the dancing, the celebration in the clubhouse, all that, just just great stuff. One of my favorite memories of that 2014 team. Mm -hmm. Not a whole lot of great memories from the 2014 team, but Wei Chung Wong Wednesdays, not at all the first overall pick that I expected, but I like the direction we're going. All right, so second second overall second second overall pick in the uh, in the Brewers things draft, which we need we need like the official. uh, NFL draft. I don't even know music what what that uh, sound is as I'll, we come up. I'll see if I can edit that in. All right, somewhere. sounds good. Sounds good. So, uh, David or Caleb's got a good start to that one. Mine's maybe a little bit less funny, but uh, a, a little bit more iconic. For my first pick and the second overall pick, I'm going to take Bob Uecker's "Get Up, Get Up, Get Out of Here, Gone" call. Uh, a classic for the Brewers in the last, well, ever in the Brewers franchise. Hopefully, uh, we'll never have to hear that uh, go, but one day we will. But it's certainly a classic in, in Brewers and every Brewers fans knows the, the famous Bob Uecker home run call and certainly will be missed whenever that time comes. So that is my, my first pick in the draft. Remember the talking alarm clock? Yes, I have it. You do you? <laughs> I'm, yeah. I, I never got my hands on one of those, but that one, uh, maybe, maybe we shouldn't, we shouldn't include that one in the draft now that we had, we had the actual call in there, but that was one of the better giveaways I think that they've had. For sure, for sure. I did use it as my alarm for a little while, but oh, it got okay. it got kind of annoying after a little <laughs> while, so I stopped. I would bet. I'd probably be mad every time I heard Bob Uecker's voice if I heard yeah. if I heard that every time. Mm-hmm. Um, with my with my first pick of the uh, Brewer Things draft, I'm going to go with the Doug Melvin bobblehead. This was an all fan <laughs> giveaway in, in late 2008. Doug Melvin talking on his cell phone and. On the day of the giveaway, he was standing on the concourse signing them. Um, at least I know Peter and I were at the game, and we did not choose to get our bobblehead signed. But the Brewers were seemingly desperate for uh, who, who they could give a bobblehead of, so they gave one of Doug Melvin. Yeah, that's a great pick. Yes, it is. <laughs> Plus, I, I, David, I remember we were at we were at that game. A friend had invited us to the to a suite, actually that they had and we were with them. And, and if you ever go to a stay at a suite for a brewer game, when there's a giveaway, at least back, back then they had them, they'd have, you know, you'd get the one when you walked in, but they'd also have, you know, like a box of them when you walked into the suite with maybe another like 12 to 15 bobbleheads. And I still remember us walking out of the suite after the game. And we both looked at each other. We were holding our bobbleheads and we were like, there's still 12 more over there. Nobody had taken an extra one. And we were like, do we take an extra bobblehead? And then we were like, but it's a Doug Melvin bobblehead. And we walked out and I think, I don't think anybody touched him. I always wondered too, like him being the GM, like how much was it Doug Melvin being like, Hey, we should, I've got this great idea for a new bobblehead. Or was it you know, like whoever the, I don't know whose role that would be to come up with the Gordon idea. Ash, maybe. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much one of those guys versus uh, whether it was how much of it was, was Melvin asking for it versus, like you said, the Brewers running out of players. Apparently, they didn't even have a Jim Henderson esque type player to to include. <laughs> All right. So with my second pick, I am going to take the Dumb and Dumber sketch video with Brent Suter. I Probably think that was Brent a great. Work. 
yeah, his is iconic. The Brits, the co- the commitment to the role where he put the black over his teeth so it looked like he had a missing tooth. <laughs> <laughs> just him in the bullpen cart, just iconic stuff from Brent Suter. That is that is actually sparks uh, sparks a memory of of my pick here. This was actually not on my original board, but uh, for the second pick for me, I'm going to select Brett Phillips laugh. Uh, that's an also an, an iconic one. I was just thinking about the video of Will Smith, a uh, Brewers reliever asking or not asking, uh, doing dad jokes with, with Brett Phillips and Brett Phillips laugh. I, I just can't imagine how that is considered a laugh or like how that comes to be, but certainly an iconic uh, Brewers moment, I would say. Yeah, yes. the thing with those jokes weren't even funny in the the video at least that he had with Will Smith at spring training. They were they were just dumb. I guess maybe dumb is the the theme of this round. But it, and it seemed but like Brett Phillips is like a genuine person. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't believe he was faking a laugh at all. Mm-mm. Like he was literally yeah. dying laughing. So it's the fact that his laugh sounds the way it does and that he found those things funny. That's how he lands uh, number 2 in my Brewers number or draft of things. For my second pick, I'm going to go with anniversary celebrations of the 82 Brewers. Um, now, this could probably be uh, could fall under the category of maybe seven different picks if we if we picked each one individually. Um, but they had they had a 40th this year. They had a 35th in 2017. Not sure if they had any in 2012, um, though. That was only what two years after the the 40th the 40th year of the franchise where they did the big big thing for. 07, of course, was the big one with 25th. And I, I think there was even one in 97. So they've had quite a few, a few too many, especially that it wasn't a, uh, wasn't a World Series uh, victory. We, we've talked about it before, how we, we don't think they, they maybe should celebrate it as much as they do. But the Brewers and their uh, 82 anniversary celebrations, it's, I, I've never seen such a, a natural pairing. They just, they, the Brewers can't seem to get enough of the 82 Brewers. And the thing is that people people will show up for uh, for the celebrations regardless. Yeah. I mean, it's 40 years now, and <laughs> people are still showing up to remember the time that, that Pete Ladd blew a Game 7 lead. I think <laughs> – I feel like the Brewer, Brewers fans enable <laughs> the continued celebration of that. Like, if Brewers fans would just stop caring about it, um, I think the Brewers would eventually stop doing it. But Paul Molitor, I know he was even kind of – pretty bluntly said, said like uh you guys realize like we're celebrating a year we didn't win a world series and maybe that comes from a guy who of course won one uh after his time mm-hmm. with the brewers so maybe that there's a little bit of the reason for it but it is a little bit of a i guess yeah i i, I would i would be hard to find i think another organization that celebrates any single year like any year in the organization that didn't win a win a championship um, and even, I guess even if they had won the championship, would, would, would have the Brewers like, like, let's go down that road. If the Brewers had actually won an 82, like, would we still, is this still too, like, would we still be celebrating too much if that was the case? Yeah, I don't know. Like, are, are the Bucks going to be celebrating their championship in 2061? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, baseball fans are more nostalgic in general, right? Yeah. But, yeah. But, like, I mean, I guess compare it to, like, say a team like the Royals, when the Royals won in 85, did, I mean, I don't know the answer to this question. Did they celebrate that 
almost every five years. <laughs> I kind of doubt it. Like, I'm just doubting it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I doubt it. But yeah, it, it brings back. I happened to go to the game where they celebrated the 82 team this past year. And there were a lot of people there. That's surprising amount of people. And me and my uncle were sitting next to each other. And every time they showed Mark Antanasio on the scoreboard, even for a second, we would just boo him. So <laughs> what did that, Mark that was Antanasio my... have to do with the celebration. He had nothing. He was just there, but oh. I, I mean, he was on the field just like everyone else was. So mm-hmm. it, even if he wasn't specifically mentioned, we would just boo him as a principle of booing Mark Antanasio, <laughs> which was, <laughs> which was kind of funny. All right. So it was a tough pick here, but with my third pick, I'm probably going to have to go with the Brewers 2011 beast mode celebration. Yes. Solid. I actually thought of, uh, that was actually one I didn't specifically mm-hmm. include on the board, but I thought of the beast mode celebration. I thought of the, the Tony plush era, which coincided with that as well. I, I thought of like the Tony plush mm-hmm. helmet as a, as another potential one, but the beast mode celebration has to be, there was, was it 2018? The, the, the fingers, the, I always picture low mm-hmm. Yep. Give me some love. Yeah, give me some love. Uh-huh. That, that was, a, that was a pretty good one too, but I think 2011's the best uh, celebration that I can think of in Brewers franchise history. Yeah, it was iconic, just especially with how great that offense was. Felt like big hit after big hit, they would always do that. And it was just, it was so, so much fun to watch. My my favorite year of Brewers baseball, even though I was nine years old when it happened. <laughs> that might be why, I guess. That, that, that probably helps. Yeah. <laughs> same thing, same reason. I, I bet somebody wouldn't pick Wei Chung Wong Wednesdays if we were 38 years old when, when they started doing those. Yeah, fair. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Well, actually, that, that coincided well with my uh, planned pick. Not not as funny, but uh, still a good pick. I'm going to pick in my third uh, overall pick, Prince Fielder's smile. Uh, I feel like he just has, like, any smile of any Brewers player, uh, Prince Fielder has to have it. I could have also gone with Prince Fielder's speed. I don't know if a, a player's characteristic was allowed, so maybe I'll do a little bit of both, a little, a little bit of half and half of Prince Fielder's smile and his speed. But definitely a guy that just loved playing the game, and the Brewers have had plenty of of guys like that. I mean, even Gantner and Yount and Molitor, a, a lot of gamers uh, for the Brewers in their franchise history. But seeing even Prince Fielder, even after the Brewers time, when, when Fielder had the final press conference with the Rangers after he was essentially forced to retire due to injury, like you could just see it on his face and the emotions he showed, how much he cared about the game. And he was a fun player to watch. Um, obviously would have been really, really bad had the Brewers signed him to a big extension, but it was certainly sad to see him leave after his time with the Brewers. Yeah, he's overshadowed by Ryan Braun a little bit, but mm-hmm. still a fan favorite in Milwaukee. Another option would have been the the Prince Fielder sunglasses that he borrowed from the fan in Colorado. Mm. Anyone else remember that game? Yeah. Was, it, did, uh-huh. was he the one also who grabbed a nacho from somebody? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think yes. he was with the Tigers at that okay. point. Though. I, I did okay. think so. Or well, you yeah. know what? The other one I thought of, maybe this is on someone's board, I shouldn't maybe shouldn't say it, but the Ryan Braun Prince Fielder. A celebration after the home run that that also mm. goes up there with the oh, 2011 um i know david we probably did that about a million times growing up mm-hmm. <laughs> was you were brawn i think and i was fielder because i was left-handed probably so I, I i think i'd be fielder that sounds about right or because i was fat. <laughs> <laughs> all right david who you got mm-hmm. with my third pick i'm going to go with august the barrel man um, I'm I'm a big fan of the Barrel Man, as has been do- well documented on this show. 
Um, and August is his actual name. He was named that in, I think, the 1930s when he was the mascot and logo for the minor league brewers. Um, and actually, one thing I didn't realize until yesterday was the the last logo of the minor league brewers was the same barrel man logo as the first logo of the major league brewers, just with different colors. So the same barrel man swinging a bat, um, same logo uh, as the minor league brewers. Um, but one one trivia question I have for both of you re- uh, related to the barrel man, how much does it cost to have the barrel man visit your private event? If you want to book the barrel man. Oh gosh. I don't even have a number here. <laughs> Let's see. So I'm assuming like just like a short event, event hour, two hour, hour, something like that. Probably something okay. like that. Um, let's see here. It has to be within one hour of the stadium. Okay. though. Sounds good. So within an hour, um, I'm going to say it's got to be in the thousands. I would imagine for barrel man. Let's let's it's, it's lower. lower. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Then, then I'll, I'll go seven fifty. I'm going to go a little bit lower than that even. I'll say 500. 350 actually. That's oh, that's steal. it. I I was expecting a little bit more, but surprisingly it's just as expensive for the barrel man as it is for Bernie Brewer. Really? So, my question is if you go to if you if you book the barrel man at your event, will he do his his roll out the barrel dance that he does where you Jumps around the dugout and swings. I hope back. not, because <laughs> I would pay three hundred fifty dollars to see that in person. <laughs> that's a good. That's a, I'll have to keep that in mind for uh for for future parties. Three hundred fifty bucks. That's not that's not too bad for for getting a mascot to drive drive whatever an hour and spend an hour of time at your party. That's funny. Mm-hmm. It's only three hundred yeah. though. If you want one of the racing sausages, huh? So maybe you want to go the cheaper route. Then again, it's kind of random if it's just like the hot dog. Like you kind of need all five. Yeah, just the chorizo. That'd be yeah, pretty, like pretty funny. But but is is barrel is the barrel man mascot really better or more iconic like in Wisconsin culture than the racing sausages? No, I just feel like the racing sausages all have to go together. Maybe that's why they're three hundred. Yeah, they're kind of a so package. Maybe, yeah. Like nobody, nobody, nobody says like, "Oh, I, I really want to have the Polish sausage at my party." <laughs> like you want, you want all of them. You don't want just one of them. Yeah, that's very true. All right, with my fourth pick, I think I'm gonna take. I'm not sure, Peter. I'm not sure you'll remember this, but David, you will for sure. The Men in Blue music video with Will Smith and Jeremy Jeffress. Vaguely. Vaguely. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just high comedy with them dressing up like Will Smith, like characters from a Will Smith movie and singing that song in the music video. It's it's another random memory I have from that 2014 team. So I guess when you win, like, whatever. When you're when you're not a good team, you hold on to you hold on to different parts of <laughs> different memories. But it would be boring True. if we were just like, oh, Prince Fielder's home runs. Yeah. Yes. I feel like it's the random the random things you remember that kind of make you enjoy the team. True. Yes, that is that is fair. So uh, on the on the random side of things, I feel like we got to have some representation from the '80s as much as we were bashing the '80s, and I'm not sure we've had any representation. It's been a lot of 2010s or 2020s uh, memories. So I'll go back and uh, I'll pull one from Harvey Keen, uh, 
could you could pull a lot from 82 and, and Harvey's wall bangers, but I'll specifically take the wad of chew that Harvey Keen always had. Uh, he always had that full cheek. Um, yes. Uh, in their classic baseball player from, he debuted in what, the 60s, 50s, 60s? 54. I yeah, think. rookie of the year, right? I think he won yeah, rookie of the Tigers, year. Tigers, I believe. I think so. Um, and as, a, as, mm-hmm. as a rookie and had a pretty good playing career, which I'm sure likely led to uh, the, the heavy wad of chew that he continued in his time as manager of the Brewers. So uh, I'm going to go with Harvey Keen's wad of chew for my selection. It was actually 53 that he that he uh, debuted in one rookie of the year. He hit 308 and slugged 386. And had 731 plate appearances. Dang. Jeez. <laughs> and he was, a ton. I, I knew he was a good player, but I didn't realize he was an all-star every year from 53 to 60. Really? Ten-time all-star because they had two all-star games sometimes. He was in a pretty big trade, I remember. I can't remember the specific trade, but I remember it was a pretty significant one in terms hmm. of the scope of that era. Yeah, he played he played mostly for Detroit and then went over to Cleveland and then and then the Giants. Um but he had a good career, but of course we we know him for his 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 half season of managing or year and a half maybe. Um kind of weird that that he's like celebrated as probably now the second best manager ever mm-hmm. for such a short tenure yeah um with my with my fourth pick i'm gonna go with bob euchers ad reads and specifically usingers in baseball it's just not summer without them if, I, if i'm listening on the radio and i don't hear that ad read it's just not a complete experience um as long as euchers there that has to be an ad if i were the brewers i'd probably not even charge usingers for the ad just to hear Euchre say that. <laughs> Normally, when you hear ad reads, you're like, "Nah." But that one just it it it, it makes it feel like you're you're listening to Bob Euchre into a Brewer game. Yes, and the way he ties it into the pretzel, a soft pretzel bun, oh, it's so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have either of you ever had usingers a usingers uh, brought with a pretzel bun? Not with the pretzel. I don't either. think so, no. So apparently their advertising doesn't work that well, I guess. <laughs> I guess not. I know sometimes he'll sometimes he'll also tie it in with um I think it's blue bunny ice cream. Cedar crest. Oh Cedar Crest. I think. There we go. I think you're right. Well oh, there was the the blue bunny big shot and the blue bunny was it the blue bunny kids eat free on Sundays? Yep. Yes, that's what it was. That was blue bunny, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, different sponsor for the stadium versus the radio network. I don't yeah, really know why sense. they did that, but but yeah, the U.S. Cellular call to the bullpen has been made. Mm-hmm. Another great one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so with my final pick, I'm gonna take one. Uh, the I'm gonna take the the Derek Turnbow bobblehead with the the Barbie hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just I think it's the most. The, in my opinion, the most iconic bobblehead in Brewers franchise history, just because of the hair that they <laughs> attached to it. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea, but I have that bobblehead and I always look at it and I'm like, what was the rationale <laughs> behind this bobblehead? <laughs> I actually had the Derek Turnbow bobblehead also on my draft board. And I was, I was thinking about going with it for my, for my last pick. But I was thinking about maybe drafting just the hair because that's really the part that I want to draft. True. The hair. 
Um, and so I was also watching a video about how like the year Derek Turnbow was an all-star, he had a six ERA or something. Ooh. <laughs> he, he was really good up until like July 1st, got named an all-star and then was just terrible after that. Um, he pulled a Josh Hader. He did, uh, but much worse even. Um, and the I think it was it was one of the guys from John Boy that was making the video, and I think he said that Turnbow might be the worst all star <laughs> of all time. <laughs> well, plus was he? I'm assuming he was the Brewers' only representative too. So was that? Did he like? Was he even deserving for his half year? Um, let me check. I mean, he had a he had a six eight seven ERA by the end of the oh year. Oh my! But I mean, as a reliever, that can go downhill quick, as we saw with even with Hater. But still, Definitely, yeah, that's. But... Not great for an all-star, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd have to see. I'll, I'll try to check quick to see if I can find. Yeah, Turnbow was the only all-star that year. What do you, okay. That yeah. was 06. Mm-hmm. The next year they had four. Yeah, because uh, that was when Hardy and Francisco Cordero benchmates. Uh-huh. Wait, who was the last yep. one? 07, Fielder. Fielder, yeah. Turnbow debuted in 2000 for the Angels. Hmm, I did not know that. No, really? He had a 1.74 ERA in 05. 39 saves and went 7 and 1. Like that, Whoa, really yeah. that never happens as a closer. Yeah. That's crazy. But then and so that's probably why then he got his All-Star All-Star game selection partly because of that and partly because of um partly because of his his first half I guess in in 2006 and then just fell off from there. Um, in the first half, he had a four, seven, four ERA 38 innings. And then he had a 11. They, they put him in the all-star ERA game with a four, seven, four ERA. Well, he probably got oh, picked got before some got of those it. outings. That's why. But I want to correct myself. ESPN was wrong with their, their saying that Capuano was the only all-star. They had three, Three all-stars, including Chris Capuano and Carlos Lee in 2006. Yep. That's funny crop. that you say that because I was yeah. like in my head while you were talking or while David was talking, I was like, I could have sworn I could picture a Chris Capuano 2006 all-star baseball card. Like I could picture it in my head. and I was like, I'm pretty sure it was 06, but I, I knew he had one appearance with the Brewers. I couldn't remember what year it was. Yeah, you were right. ESPN was wrong. Turnbow went to watch the Brewers play in Seattle sometime recently because I guess that's where he lives. I found there's a Facebook page on the or Facebook post on the Brewers. Oh, 2016. Okay, that's I guess kind of a while ago. That must have been the Brent Suter MLB debut series. Hmm. Ah, yes. All right. So for my final selection, um, I will take the handlebar mustache, which I think is represented. Several ways. Of course, we've got Bernie Brewer with the handlebar mustache. Raleigh Fingers, my favorite player with his number retired, as everybody who listens to this podcast knows. Uh, but Raleigh Fingers with the the uh, handlebar mustache. And then, of course, can't forget the Brewer's other closer with the handlebar mustache. 2021 Brewer John Axford. Was it 2021? Or? Yeah, 2021 Brewer John John Axford. Of course, yeah. he sported it in, what, 2011 that he sported the uh, the handlebar mustache? Yeah, I think so. So between the, yeah. the combination of the three of them, I'll, I'll take the handlebar mustache as my final selection in today's draft. Nice. Axford was always a big facial hair guy. It, it always changed. I think he was full beard by the end of his career. Well, 
He's actually trying to make That's a comeback right. again. So I shouldn't say that. I don't know if he's going to be able to. I think he's trying to pitch for Team Canada. Yeah, he is. Uh-huh. He is. That's what I saw. But I, I mean, and I don't, I don't know exactly how good Team Canada was, but, um, but I don't know. Like, is he good enough to play for Team Canada? Well, he was good enough to pitch in the majors before he tore his UCL I in his one outing. Yeah, I, I guess so. So, um. Also, I was looking through his Twitter, and there was a Brewers fan who had a, a baby last year and named him Axford. <laughs> First name Axford? Wow. That's, That's a bold move. Commitment right there. I was thinking maybe Wei Chong yeah. would be better, but... Yeah. Agreed. All right, David, close us out. So, uh, with the final pick, I'm going to go with Bernie's Chalet, and specifically the beer mug that he used to slide down. Um, I never was fortunate enough to be around for for Bernie sliding into the, the mug of beer at Old County Stadium. Uh, but I wish they would bring that back. It's more exciting than the uh, the current Kalahari Splash Zone. I know that's not current. I don't, I don't know what it's called now. I, I am glad that they brought back the Bernie's Chalet where where it, it looks like an old chalet rather than rather than the Bernie's dugout or whatever it was that looked very mm-hmm. 2000s-y. But I wish that they would bring the beer mug for him to slide into, um, bring that back. Um, definitely a much better thing. I mean, who doesn't love a weird mustached human mascot sliding into a beer mug after every home run? I mean, certainly not me. So I, I, I hope they bring the beer mug at some point um, back to uh, to American Family Field. That would, that would make me happy if we saw that. Uh, I think that's really the main purpose of Bernie Brewer's existence at this point. It's just to slide down the slide. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty yes, much. I agree. So uh, before we wrap up, we got we to gotta cover a couple of the uh, either the just missed it uh, or or maybe, I don't know, some of the worst. So what were some of the other uh, ones that were either on your board or that you didn't select today, David or Caleb? I had Harvey Keen's prosthetic <laughs> leg. That was that was one of them. What do you want with Harvey Keen's wad of, of chew? I, I decided to hold off on that one. And his prosthetic leg hangs from fourth base restaurants and bar in West Milwaukee. Didn't know that. Currently uh, from the ceiling. So um, if you do want to see Harvey Keen's prosthetic leg, you can go see it there. I have not been there. Um, and, and Harvey Keen actually in his time while he was manager owned a bar and lived out of the, the second floor, I believe. And I, I don't think it was that one, but somehow they got their hands on that one. So that was probably the best one I had that uh, was still on my draft board when we finished. Yeah, I had I had one really random one, which was Gene Segura stealing first base. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that was, that was just I think that sums up Gene Segura's time in pretty Milwaukee much, pretty, well. pretty much. <laughs> first base. Kind of a weird way to sum things up. Yeah. I, I had uh, a couple of uh, ones that I considered for the sake of everybody and lack of uh, for the sake of keeping the peace. I did not include David Stern's apple in my selection today, but that that, of course, could have been one of my picks. I had uh, the Jonathan Lucroy Luke. I, I don't know if you want to call it a chance or cheer or whatever, or Cooper's mm-hmm. Coop um, as as uh, potential options. And I had one that was uh, didn't make the cut, but it did uh, bring me back. Mark Kotze's walk up song, Your Love by the Outfield. That was uh yes. that was one that was on the fringe, but I, I didn't I didn't go for that one uh, as well. 
also included by other Brewers legends, Frank Catalanato and Jody Garrett, <laughs> who both also all three, used that song all three backup outfit during their apparently. time with the Brewers. All three lefties, too, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Catalanato, I'm not sure. I think he yeah, was he might have been. switch or hitter. They, I can picture them all hitting lefty. They Garrett all hit lefty. lefty I think. Garrett was a lefty for sure. Yeah, Catalano was a lefty uh, hitter. Oh, really? And he's the head coach now at Hofstra University. Nice. Another really random one I had, but I thought it was too niche to include, was the specific way Rob Edwards would say. I almost had that. Council. I legit, I, I legit <laughs> thought of that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Craig Council. The Ryan, I, I thought of Ryan Braun too, but I was like, those aren't quite iconic enough. Like the Derek Jeter, of course, that that the Yankees had. But I, I literally had Rob Edwards, yeah. Craig Council voice <laughs> as a as a fringe one for me too. That's too funny. <laughs> what about Dean Ross? Such a good wave. <laughs> Whenever they said yeah. Dean Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Dean Roscoe is just an iconic feature of American Family <laughs> Field. Him on the Allen Organ. Name a better <laughs> organist than Dean Roscoe. I'll wait. <laughs> you can. <laughs> isn't isn't, have... him, isn't him playing the organ sponsored by someone now? I feel like it's like I don't, I don't Dean know. Roscoe playing the Sargento organ or something. Maybe. I'm not sure. I do know that if you go to uh, certain places around the city, you can find Dean Roscoe sometimes playing. Like there's like one specific. An, looks like he's an organist for um, the Catholic Church. Makes sense. And at Organ Piper Pizza. Yeah, Oregon Piper Pizza. That's one that really? I've heard people I need to go people there. say they've see, they've seen him play there. So that that's pretty cool. If you want to go see Dean Roscoe while you're <laughs> eating some pizza, is he allowed to play Dancing Queen if it's not a replay review? Though I don't know. After like a requirement, he's also part bum. of the American Guild of Organists. Nice. Or the bum 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 ba da dun 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 da da mm, dun. A lot dun. of classics. A lot of classics. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll have to yes. we'll have to lay out our our draft picks and let Twitter decide who has the best team created team, I guess, of uh, of five brewer, random brewer things, and we'll have to tweet that out and uh, recap that on our next episode. Um, David, any any thoughts on what was your favorite uh, that you didn't see coming or unexpected? selection that wasn't either on your board or one of your selections today hmm probably the Wei Chung Wong Wednesdays that one just totally slipped through my mind I I was trying to think of like uniforms logos like I had like the ball and glove logo or the retro Friday uniform like towards the top of my list but I'm like those are kind of boring so I I don't know if I want to pick them I did not I when I was thinking through like what things would be good choreographed dances were not things that that kind of went through my mind when I was trying to think of random brewer things so that one caught me off guard especially with I agree. the first overall yeah that was a, that was a good one i and I, it sparked a memory too of the brewer sandlot video that the brewers did i i didn't end up selecting that one but i totally mm. forgot about it until you said the Wei chung one and the the jeremy jeffress will smith video i forgot they did the sandlot one which is what was less funny but honestly a really well done video for for just like throwing it together during spring training yeah I know, like surprisingly good acting and like really good casting too. It's just 
really good stuff yeah. by the Brewers social media team. Or yeah, casting was on point. That. Probably Suter. I bet Suter probably came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I'm reading this this article. It's a Q&A with Dean Roscoe. And he said that, that uh, every time he sees Bill Schroeder, Bill Schroeder asks him to play Dancing Queen more often on the organ. <laughs> Even when uh, Bill Schroeder sees him at the Panther Arena when he's doing huh. Admirals games. So he said he'll, he'll play Dancing Queen uh, just there for Bill it. Schroeder. And he said if not, then he'll usually play a polka because Milwaukeeans like their polka. That's fair. It's That's true. Fair. So I think I think with that we'll have to end on the uh, the Dean Roscoe wave. That's a, that was a good one. I, I end on that note. End on that is. note. We'll end on that note. Um, this was this was a lot of fun. Caleb, thanks for thanks for joining us on the podcast. And like I said, we'll we'll take to Twitter to determine who had the best draft, and maybe we'll we'll bring you back another time for uh, who knows what kind of draft we can pull off. All right, for sure. Thank you. listening to the barrel banter we'd appreciate it if you leave a comment or review so we can get the word out about our show to hear more find us on youtube at the barrel or on twitter at the barrel mke we look forward to connecting with you next time